you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform, and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. time for a very 360 edition of game pass or pass the podcast where we play games on microsoft's game pass service tell you which games are passing to your friends which games is simply pass on by i'm Corey. i'm joined by the man who's dizzy from going in loops basher i wish this was a 360 version or edition like at least we play microsoft games that were good again that is not a dig at loop here it or xbox maybe it is oh it is and xbox as a whole absolutely wow spoilers you might have heard xbox is in dire need of some games we'll talk about that in a couple episodes but that's not we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about loop hero but before that did you know ladies and gentlemen of the podcast listening audience you can rate this show on apple itunes and then other people like not you that's listening right now with your headphones or obviously you're listening to us into we're in your car right now we're all around you we're surrounding you like a loop hero other people can be surrounded like a loop hero. we are heroes that's that's where i'm going with this apple itunes why don't you leave us a rating why not and before we get to loop hero we got a text message you ready are you ready for this text message we just got one or we already had one are we, we live had one we had we're one. doing this so, live bro i'm in if you want to text us, 574-651-9256. We had two text messages from the same person. So, I appreciate your text message, Anonymous Caller. But, we're going to do one this episode, one the next episode. Did you guys... Oh, this is John. You actually gave us a name. John, hello. John without an H. Is this my <laughs> uncle? I don't John think without so. an H? No, yeah, uh, it's just J-O-N. Oh, okay. I, I, I think I'm familiar with this, John. Well, there you go. Did you guys check out the Diablo 4 beta? I'm not feeling the fun, but I can't pinpoint why. Maybe loot drop rate isn't optimized, or maybe I was burned, or maybe I burned myself out with three. Is this a situation like Dynasty Warriors where you should just play every other entry? Uh, no. I'm going to go no. <laughs> um, I think Diablo is a known quantity now. So you kind of know what you're getting. So you're going to have to go in sort of anticipating that it's going to take 15 to 20 hours before you really kind of feel Diablo, you know, because we're used to that loop. We're used to the, the end game is the real game, right? Everything else is, is the, the precursor to the end game. Uh, Because of that, I feel your pain, I guess, of saying like, I'm not feeling it, but 
that's because you also kind of know what to expect, if that makes sense. I don't think Diablo 4 is going to be radically different. I think it's going to be a very good version of Diablo. Um, and that's really all I'm hoping for. But uh, I did I, I played the beta for one hour because I knew I was getting the game. And I honestly just wanted to look at it. I just wanted to see how it ran on the Series X. It runs pretty well. Um, but yeah, that's that's my take on it. Um. I would imagine John. This is the John that I know. He uh, does. He's not that familiar with Diablo in the sense that he knows what he's getting. So once you tell him or anyone like him or, my, or even myself that it gets good after thirty hours, I'm out. Uh, the for me, Diablo just wasn't. It really hasn't been, or it really ever been. I, I was late to Diablo too. So by the time I played Diablo 2, the godfather of the of the genre, I played everything that was like Diablo 2. Sure. Everything that did things Diablo 2 did a little better here and there, worse here and there. So by the time I got back to Diablo, back back to Diablo 2, I just wasn't that I was appreciative, I respected it, but I wasn't that blown away obviously cuz I'm going back in time. And then we've had this conversation Numerous times about Diablo 3. The launch was garbage. I know Diablo 3 is unplayable. It's, it's stupid. And I feel the same way. This is, I feel like this is going to be the same with Diablo 4. Uh, it's going to be really, it's going to be a fantastic, amazing game six months in. Four <laughs> to six months in. It's going to be really, really fantastic. Pick up and play. Screw that whole. 10 hours is good. 15 hours is good. Any game is good. Like it's going to be to a point where you pick up. It's like, yeah, this is, this is one of the best games I've, I've, I've played in a long time, but it's, that, it won't be that way at launch, especially considering the, uh, they're still figuring out the, the microtransactions on this one. Uh, some of the information is coming out, not all of it. And it just, it, it just, it just seems like they're trying to be as predatory as possible without seeming that way. So when it comes to me and Diablo, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a wait and see guy. I give it a month or two, and then I might jump in. Yeah, and the thing about Diablo is it's one of those games where the fans think they know what they want, and then when they got it, they're like, well, I don't want this. Oh, oh um, I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah, Diablo 3 was the game that everybody asked for. Yeah. Like, it truly was. Now, granted, Blizzard had other things like the auction house and stuff with it, and people, the thing that, about the auction house that I thought was really strange was, like, the black the reason that was introduced was because there was a black market for Diablo 2. Like there was a literal black market where people were going on eBay and paying each other for things and then going in game, you know, like truly backdoor things of just like the wildest stuff. And so that was kind of the to curb it. And then what was strange to me was it's like, well, I don't want the auction house in there because then I have to rely on it. And I'm like, okay, hang on. If you have to rely on the like the people in the auction house aren't like bots and <laughs> blizzard employees that just gave themselves these items that you're looking for they're real people that went and found the item that you want like so you could do the same thing but then it was really strange that people latched on it like well i gotta use the auction house to make progress and it's like no you've got to grind to make progress or use the auction house like i don't want to do that it's like you know that's what diablo 2 was right like exactly right yeah diablo 2 drop rates were really low compared to diablo 3 yeah so it, it's it's a, a bit of revisionist history for a lot of people. Right. Like they they remember Diablo two as the great game that it was at the time, but it was also had it had a lot of a lot of issues, and, and they forget what those issues were. Yeah, and the biggest thing with Diablo two was that game didn't get really good until Resurrection of not Resurrection of Evil that was that was Doom three, uh, Lord of Destruction, 
that's when that that's the game that people remember. And that game didn't happen for over a year. Like you right. said, like they launch it, people have their problems with it. What I will say is I think this is going to be the best one that's going to have a launch simply because they've been play testing the hell out of it. Um, and I, I based my answer on him having knowing what he's getting. Cause he did say, maybe I burned himself on three. Um, if you like, so this has always been my stance with the difference between Diablo two and three. Diablo two is a better game than Diablo three, but Diablo three is more fun. And that's a very weird thing to say. I understand, but that is truly the case to where Diablo three is about being an epic hero and finding loot. And Diablo two is about the grind of an RPG and becoming an epic hero. Diablo three is a lot more fun because you create a lot more destruction and it's just chaos and you feel powerful to get that in Diablo two. You're playing hundreds of hours to ever get to that point. So like this is, I really feel like this is going to be the in-between of that. It's going to have a good solid core foundation but it's going to take some time to get there, but it's going to be more fun getting there than it is in Diablo 2. So that's my take. Um, anything else? Or we want to move on to Loop Hero. Let's talk about some Loop Heroes. Loop Hero. This is developed by, as soon as I pull up my notes, four quarters, regularly priced at $14.99. is available on Xbox Series X and S and PC. Um, I believe it's also available on Switch. I forgot to check that. So, oops. Uh, this, let's see here. There is no cross play cause it's not online. There is cross save. I've played this game on both console and PC with the same save. Uh, here are the details. The, the Lich has thrown this world into a timeless loop and plunged its inhabitants into never ending chaos. We have an expanding deck of mystical cards to place enemies, buildings, and terrain along each unique expedition loop for the brave hero. Recover and equip powerful loot for each class of hero for their battles and expand the survivor's camp to reinforce each adventure through the loop. Unlock new classes, new cards, perks, and devious guardians on your quest to shatter the endless cycle of despair. Loop Hero. Oh, how long to beat? 28 hours. Main, 36 hours. Completionist, 55 hours. Loop Hero. Let's talk about it. This is one of those smaller titles that I really had no expectation for. But having done his Game Pass thing for quite a while now... I figured like there might be a little something to it. So, so going into this, I, I was really hoping that this weird pixel arty little game would would have a little something underneath it, and, and it sure did have that. It had a lot underneath. So, how would how how do we describe uh, Loop Hero? I mean, you play as a little sprite, and each map or terrain is auto-generated, and it's literally just a loop. It's almost like an old F-Zero Mario Kart top-down just loop. And you auto-walk across, across this path as enemies auto-generate, and you get cards to play. These cards can be used to set things down onto the road itself or... Outside the road, beside the road, things like mountains or meadows or uh, even uh, vampire houses. And each of these things spawn and create different randomized effects. As you go around this loop, you get more and more cars, more and more items, more and more equipment. And the goal is to... Make it all the way around the loop. Loop as many times as you can so you get to the boss of that loop and then get out alive. It sounds very 
simple and at times it even looks extremely complicated. But once you get that loop down, it becomes quite an addictive experience. Yeah, this was one I had heard about this game many times because I think it was an Epic exclusive. And I, I think the Epic pushed out codes for a lot of people back in the day. Um, so I had heard about it, but I just never got around to it. And uh, when it hit Game Pass, I, I was curious, kind of similar to you. But um, man, I got I got sucked in hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's one of those. Yeah, and I've got my issues with it, and I'll, and I'll get to them. But no, like it's definitely got that addictive nature because you, like you said, you've got the loop, and then you've got the terrain card. So it's got like a little bit of Magic the Gathering in there kind of thing, but it's also got a little bit of uh, Slay the Spire because you're constantly mm -hmm. upgrading, and you've got different classes, and like it's, it really is just a good one of those. Um, but it's got little secrets in it, not quite to like Vampire Survivors level, but like for instance, if you put a bunch of mountains together you make one big mountain. And if you put a bunch of little meadows next to the mountain, like you get bonuses. And so for those first like five to 10 hours, you're constantly sort of improving. And it's got that, that Hades thing of to where every time you go back to town, you're getting a little bit stronger. So it's like, okay, like I don't feel like I'm wasting my time, but every time you die, even though it's not a big deal, you feel like you wasted, you know, like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like should have took my resources back. Cause it's got that thing where if you die, you don't, you don't, you take nothing back. At any time, you take you can, a percentage back anyway. Uh, I think it's, yeah, maybe you're right. I think it's 30%. Actually. Yeah. And you can um, change that with certain perks. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so anytime you complete a loop, you can choose to end that loop and take all your stuff back with you. Right. And I believe, and I believe you can't, you can't actually leave at any point you want to, but if you do that and you're not on like the starting point, uh, it's only 50%. Exactly. Um, so you still get that, in, that instance of where like you're getting something out of it, but yeah, definitely. Like if you've got a ton of stuff on you and you try to do that one more loop, like it's, yeah, it's the, the loot system of the loop is, is kind of strange. And that's kind of where like this game is, is it's randomized and that different characters get loot different ways though. Like for instance, the thief, every enemy that you kill, you basically get a token and then you don't get loot until you complete that loop loot before you get that loop. Yeah. Um, whereas like the, the, the more knight class is every time you kill somebody, you get some loot kind of thing. So you've got swords, you've got rings, you've got shields, and they're all, they've all got perks and stuff on them, but you are constantly sort of switching out that your, your gear with every loop because the loop gets stronger every time. So it's got that, like one more spin mentality to it, but it's also got that, like, uh, I don't know, like, this is a risk kind of thing. Should I do it? And it, it hits all those receptors in your brain, those first 10 hours, like over and over and over. I do love that part of the, of the, uh, of the equipment system, just because you will start a loop thinking there's so many, there were so many times I ended a loop going, I got so far with this one. I did so well with, with this build. This is the build I'm going for. I'm going for straight defense encounters. That's what I'm going to go for. It's a loop. And then all of a sudden, you start getting all this vampiric equipment. So every time you hit an enemy, you get health back. And then all of a sudden, that gets, you, you get boost for that. You get a chest piece for that. You get a ring for that. Now, all of a sudden, that's your build. Yeah. But then it's like, wait a minute. There's my counter again. I could switch over to this counter, but do I want to change my build halfway through my run like i'm already on loop six right now like like is it worth it like should i do it and it's it be, it's just always this constant struggle at least it was for me of 
what do I want to keep? What do I want to build? What kind of loop hero do I want to be this loop? Yeah, and it's the what's the word I want to use? Um, completing that loop and, and fighting against yourself kind of thing is, is your biggest thing. And I struggled too. And but I think the reason I struggled was because I wasn't I wasn't playing it's not that I wasn't playing strategically, but I think the game is a, is not great at explaining that you want to end those loops. Like you need to take that stuff back. And that might seem like a like a well duh, but the grind of this game can get kinda crazy. I don't know how far you got. Uh how many classes did you unlock? I'm just curious. Uh, three classes. I don't think there's more than that. I never looked into it kind of thing, but I, I just didn't want anything spoiled. So yeah, I got the same thing. So we probably did. So I beat the first two chapters and I got to the third chapter and I could not, I just couldn't do it. I don't, could not beat it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, p- part of it is also after you complete that loop and you take the, your equipment and your items back, that's where the game behind the game begins because now you have to build up the village yeah and the village consists of a blacksmith or item creators and and, and just literally everything that ups your stats buffs your character helps your playthrough so you will hit a wall at some point and then you realize oh my i need my i need to build a better character and then you build the best character you can and then, you, and then you hit a new wall. And now that wall is, I need to upgrade my bases. And that's when it comes to the play of, well, I need to make sure I leave these loops and stop trying to force it or force that, that, that last loop or force this kind of boss fight because sometimes it's just not worth it. Or most of the time, it's not worth it to fight the boss of that loop. You just leave when you want, just leave when you can and, and find him find another day. Yeah. And so, and when it comes to getting the resources that you need, because each different little building has its own thing. Um, you know, you need wood or maybe you need a stone, you know, there's also random items that you can only get from certain enemies. Like some, sometimes you have to fight vampires, but vampires only show up if you play the vampire card, there's like a, a house basically that you can play card that makes vampires appear. So there's a lot of little things and they give you like a glossary and all that stuff to like, okay, this is how you get this item. But some of that stuff isn't introduced until like 10 plus hours in. And that's kind of crazy. Uh, because you, I feel like the way they want it to go is like, okay, you're going to keep playing and eventually you're going to, you're going to beat that first loop and things are going to click. But I beat that first loop and that was significantly more difficult than beating the second loop for me. And so like I hit this wall with the game. I was like, what am I doing wrong? Like I'm, I'm leveling up and like, I just don't know what the game wants for me. And really what it wants is it just wanted me to keep beating my head against it until I found a strategy that worked for me. And actually, you yeah, kind of pointed, yeah, you you pointed it out for me because that first loop boss, he's got like when he shows up, he's got I think it's like five spaces that basically power him up. Um, so if you go and try to fight him without taking out those spaces, he's gonna he's gonna wreck you. And so there was a card in particular. I was just like, there's a card that you can remove a remove everything on a space. And I was like, why would I ever want to use that? Like, I don't know why I would want to use that. And then eventually you're like, you're like, well, no, you want to use it for this. And I was like, okay, like that makes sense. But I had never gotten to that point with those cards. So like, there's a really weird deck building. The deck building aspect of it can be kind of obtuse to the point. It's like, I don't understand how you want me to use this card 
and sometimes you don't know until later and that makes sense but at the same time that's really frustrating like sometimes there's cards that are hyper specific for for strategies that might not be identifiable um if that makes sense i would go as far as to say it's not a kind of obtuse it's super obtuse this my my biggest issue with loop hero is the dark souls effect like yeah. they really want you to just figure out every single thing and that's just not the best way to make any game like i'm, I'm as much as i loved my my time with loop hero and i will continue to play it that that bar of entry of beating your head against the wall to figure things out is that's not what gameplay should be <laughs> you know like yeah. that, 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 that should be the go-to gameplay i feel like this has become the standard because it's easier that it's, it's easier to just make the game and then have the player figure it out rather than build a cohesive and and fun yet not intrusive tutorial because people also hate tutorials so it's kind of a dang if you do dang if you don't situation but i mean for example how long did it take you to realize four mountains with six meadows next to it create a super mountain or whatever they call it so i i figured out the the mountain thing pretty quick but i did not figure out the like if you put the meadows next to a mountain you get you get double the resources um and then there's also the eventually you get the the dunes yes the, and then so the dunes eventually does the same thing if you put so many dunes together it does this other thing so like once i started to understand it but no like it took the biggest thing with the mountains thing is i was like why do i want to do this right like, because what what happens is is if you get like a a plethora of resources but it there's a there's a cost to it and that a new type of enemy spawns harpies spawn and i was like these things are difficult like yeah so why do i want them here right like so i was like why and the, and the answer is is why well, you want the resources at the end. right so like so it makes sense but then again that, that's hyper specific it's and, and it's really strange that that's the only way the harpies appear that's just, that's the only way that some of the other other enemy types appear too is like you've got to do this this and this and it's it's I'm with you in that, like the Dark Souls effect, and I understand that some people really like that of like the non-hand holding, but I think we're on the same page of like I want something in the middle. Like I don't need you to tell me everything, but like encourage me somehow to to look at things a different way. Um, because if 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 I miss the story or I, I miss the the thing you're trying to tell me, um, the whole game, can, yeah, the, the whole thing yeah. is screwed up from there, right? And and it's it's difficult, so. It's not one of the. It's not the most egregious, you know, Dark Souls style of just like we're going to tell you nothing I've seen, um, but it's not nearly as entertaining as like a Vampire Survivor. See, you know, I Vampire kinda... Survivors is <sighs> that game was so good at telling you without telling you kind of thing. I'm going to disagree with you there. I think it is pretty egregious in that aspect. This, this is again as much as I love my time with this game. It's it, like, like to compare it to Vampire Survivors, like you said, like I got four other people hooked on that game, like instantly. Mm -hmm. Um, this is going to be so much more harder because you don't know what. Like, 
if it wasn't for again, if it wasn't for Game Pass and me doing this show, if it wasn't for the combination of those two things, I would not beat my head against the wall for the first hour that I did for this. Like I like I really wouldn't because it's it doesn't tell you anything and like and, and you're dying in that first not the first loop but maybe that second loop sometimes it's like what do you want me to do <laughs> and then, yeah. but when you do figure it out it is extremely rewarding so like for for so for like the uh the 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 younger gamer out there that grew up on dark souls they, they hear that and go well of course duh that's gaming when really it's again like it's like you said there's a middle ground there where uh don't tell me what four mountains do, but kind of nudge me and say, "Hey, you should put that mountain there." Right. Just saying, <laughs> and see and see yeah. what happens. And that's, I guess, I don't necessarily disagree. And I'm thinking, like, you know, part of it, probably part of the reason, a, is the show of, of trying to figure out what this game is. But like, I, I had heard about this game, kind of, th- you know, and that's that's the Dark Souls thing too of. of them and tell you it's like well we want you to talk about it with your friends and, and i respect that um i i enjoy that aspect of it and like and asking you about this card of like yo like what am i missing here like there's an argument to be had like whether that's good or bad that i even had to ask that question i don't know if there's a right answer um i agree yeah yeah but it's it's hard uh, but because yeah i remember like that first couple hours because i was playing it with the significant other and and she we were kind of passing controller back and forth and she was kind of bouncing off it pretty hard um, and basically I was being a little bit more experimental of just like, well, like what's, I know there's gotta be more to this game somewhere. Like there's something I'm not picking up on and, and eventually it started to click, but I, I don't, I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know that I would have kept going. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. That's really tough. You, like, I mean, I, I, de- I definitely would not have, and I know a lot of people that would not have either unless I tell them there's more here. Keep going. You know, right? So, and, and and I think about like like an inscription, and and that could kind of be the same way. But at the, the hmm, yeah, I don't know. Inscription kind of does it better, though. Oh, it sure of, does. Yeah, like yeah. It, you you kind of roll downhill quick, more quickly in that. And again, right. inscription. Again, like with with inscription, it's like there's certain things that are very familiar. Like it's it's a very like that there's that it starts with a very familiar genre of card battling with, with, with a little twist on it. So it kind of rolls downhill in that sense. This loop hero doesn't play like anything in a good way, in the best way. Like it just doesn't play like any specific other thing. So not only are you go, are you going there with no kind of, uh, familiarity to it, but it's also, you also have no guidance. So you, you just, you're completely blind and again for a lot of gamers that is the best way to play it and for me i'm like eh, a little guys would would be would be appreciated because like because i know i played 20 hours with this game and still and I'm, and I'm still doing or missing a ton of stuff most likely yeah and that's that's kind of where I'm i'm kind of to the point where now i'm ready to um like you like i i super enjoy this game i like this game a lot and However, like when I hit that 15 hour mark and I, and I hit that, you know, the next wall, I'm just kind of like, okay, like 
because of my previous experience with this game so far, it's like, am I doing something wrong? Or is this the point where like, I really just need to be building up the town. Right. So that's kind of where I was, where I was. I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep trying to improve this town, trying to get more things. And like, so like I got these archers. I'm like, but those don't really help me. (laughs) They really don't. (laughs) Do they move or do they keep them elsewhere? Cause I'm like, no, but like, but also when you upgrade them, like then they start hitting two, two, two tiles out instead of one. And so I'm like, okay, maybe this is what I need to do, but it's, those points can be make or break for you and, and you could very well just be like, eh, you know what? I think I'm done. Like I'm, I feel like I'm wasting my time. And again, this is, this is where I think Hades just, you know, perfected it of, I never felt like I was wasting time in that game. No matter what I did, I was always progressing somehow. And this one, I don't think it's as polished as that. It was never to the point I wanted to put it down, but there were times where I had to ask the question of just like, okay, like, am I doing something wrong? And so I don't want to Google it. Because, it, but I also do, because if I want to Google, I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. I missed this thing the whole time. Or is it like, no, we just want you to grind here kind of thing. So it's tough. It's again, it's not enough to, to push me away from the game yet, but I could totally see it being something that's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm totally good. I, I've had my fun with this kind of thing. It does. It, it just does so many things well that for me, it was that issue was overlooked. Oh, well, not overlooked, but acceptable right so but there you go i think it's safe to say when it comes to loop hero you should check it out i think at the very least you should play it it's small it, you can run it on anything you can run it on a tablet you know if you've got a surface or you know a lower powered uh windows machine something like that totally work i bet you it's probably a great steam deck game uh too if you got one of those so Am I wrong? I think we're in agreement on that. Absolutely. Uh, pass this on to, to, to all your friends, uh, but let them know. Push through that first wall, and you, there's a great game there. For sure. So, But all right, that's going to do it for this episode. In terms of the future, I'm not going to tell you, because I don't know what order I'm going to release these in. And so I don't want to say, hey, the next episode is going to be this, when in fact we're going to put it first. So... We have played more games, and I will tell you there are more episodes coming, and we will also be doing our State of Game Pass. We do twice a year uh, before Microsoft's big summer showcase, so we'll be talking about that. But All right, that is going to do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We'll see you next time with a game. Good day, sirs. Schwab Trading is now powered by Ameritrade to give you a new, elevated trading experience tailor-made for trader minds. Go deeper with Thinkorswim, the powerful, award-winning trading platforms now at Schwab. Unlock support from the Trade Desk, our team of passionate traders who live and breathe trading like you do. And sharpen your skills with an expanding library of online education crafted just for traders. All designed to help you trade brilliantly. Learn more at schwab.com trading.